0: Welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director for Meetings Today. And we are joined today by uh, Craig Davis, President and CEO of Visit Dallas. Uh, Lots of big stuff going on in Big D, including a mammoth uh, convention center expansion. Um, And uh, Craig's here to tell us all about that and more. Thanks for joining us, Craig. Of course, Tyler. Thanks
1: for having me on.
0: And so, uh, yeah, the, let's just start off with uh, the big convention center um, expansion plan, uh, 2.5 million square feet added, $2 billion price tag is what I saw. Why don't you tell folks um, about what that project entails? And, and I guess it's located adjacent next to the current K Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center?
1: Yes. So... Um, it's a little deceiving when you say two and a half million, which is absolutely true. But by the numbers for a, a meeting planner, we are going to have eight hundred thousand square feet of exhibit space, with a number of, of four hundred and sixty thousand square feet of breakout, including a one hundred thousand square foot subdivided, uh, subdivisible uh, uh, ballroom. So we um, we're going to have, I think, what I don't eighty five or ninety percent of our conventions want
0: and um and so i guess we'll we'll both facilities um can be utilized for uh conventions or multiple conventions at one time probably
1: yes so let me let me get a little bit more deep into this right now our convention center is is it sits uh in an east west rotation um right at the edge of downtown and what's going to happen is we're going to actually cap the highway that is behind the convention center as it sits right now. And we're gonna start building the brand new convention center, starting in the south, over top of the highway. And it will actually end up by, by linking again with the Omni Hotel. And while we're constructing our convention center, our new convention center, uh, we're still going to actually operate our existing convention center until such time as it becomes impossible to do so. Then we're actually gonna move in to our new convention center to half of it. And then we're going to be moving into the other half of the the most, the, the, the furthest part of our convention center to the construction. So it's going to be a, a task, uh, but at one point in time, we're gonna be operating two different convention centers. So and we're then, going to be asking for a lot of, of patience of our customers.
0: And I, and I guess you're you're still expected to maybe break ground in 2024 and complete it in 2029?
1: precisely it will start breaking ground in 2024 and that means actually capping the the highway and then starting south and it will actually have no effect at all on the convention center but as we get closer as the convention center the new expanded build gets closer to the convention center that exists now that's when we're going to have some some um some challenges in terms of how we're going to bring traffic in and out and um, and construction vehicles along with um the the trade show vehicles so um, we have a plan and we're going to execute that plan
0: and then from what i could tell too in reading the description that uh, there's going to be a lot of great ballroom space in the uh in the new facility right so
1: we're actually building this convention center to do um, one of two things we're either going to make it for that large mega convention um, that will utilize the entire 800,000 square feet of exhibit space along with the 460,000 square feet of breakout with 100,000 square feet of ballroom space. Or we'll be able to actually split it in half and have two conventions operating at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so we call it a two-piston engine. We may have a situation where one convention is moving into one half of it. The other one is actually operating. And that will get more of a constant flow of business throughout the, the year rather than having the, you know, the four-day setup and the three-day teardown. We'll mm-hmm. minimize that by selling um, more uh, more conventions and perhaps the same convention size that we're having now. So we'll have the ability to to actually attract both to to Dallas.
0: And I think you mentioned too; it really puts you up in the top tier of, of large of, of cities who can handle the mammoth conventions.
1: It does. And, you know, there are other cities that kind of will smile when they hear this. And that's true that, you know, um, Chicago has two million square feet and we're uh, we're going to be eight hundred thousand. So, I mean, we can't compare to that, but we will be in the top tier in terms of our mix of uh, exhibit space and breakout space. Right now, we have seven hundred twenty five thousand square feet of exhibit space, which fits a lot of what our customers want. But we really do lack in our breakout space. So this will be fixing all of that, taking a quantum leap forward in terms of being able to have everything under one roof um, and having the, the much needed breakout space that our customers have wanted and we haven't been able to provide.
0: And so, yeah, breakout space is always important. What other sort of amenities or features of the convention center will be unique? I mean, this is uh, yeah. I'm always curious when people build mammoth new convention centers like that, because it really gives a window into uh, sort of uh, the trends we can look forward to in the future.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to be really honest, Tyler, that we don't know what the trends are quite yet. We are actually in the process of meeting with our meeting planning community and getting their ideas of what the best of breed is out there. And we're going to use their direction to build this. But you can be rest assured that we're going to be looking at the trends in uh, what's happening right now and you know, and what they expect in the future. I don't think conventions are going to get any smaller in the future. I think that we'll continue to be along this pace. I do think, obviously, we're going to have to take a very deep dive in terms of the technology that will be not only needed when we open up in 2029, but what we're going to need in the next you know, 10, 20 years after that. So we get a chance to kind of rewrite this mm-hmm. and start from scratch and build to what we think will be um, needed. Um, and that's a luxury that that a, a building has, you know, for a short amount of time before they become obsolete. And it's inevitable that ours will will have that time, but we'll actually have a chance to take a quantum leap forward right now. Um, so we're still actually designing. We know what the footprint is going to look like, which is um, the footprint of when we say 800,000, 460,000, our customers say, OK, that works for me. Um, It is the the devil will be in the details and we're going to be working with them to make sure that we optimize what they need. Obviously, having um, service areas to to get right to our customers, kitchen space, um, all the things that um, that the best buildings have. We'll be able to do that, which will be a a really wonderful opportunity
0: for Dallas. Well, I look forward to uh, keeping up with the the progress as it goes along. Um, Thank you. What, what else is going on in Dallas that uh, planners uh, should know about?
1: Well, I, I talked extensively about the convention center itself, but another thing that's going to be coming along right beside it is an enhanced entertainment district right at the convention center. So we have what's going to happen, and it's, it's going to be remarkable that we have the, the land available to build this new convention center going south to north, and then we'll be able to actually um, raise the convention center as it stands right now. Um, and then we're going to be able to redevelop the land that the Convention Center presently sits on. Mm-hmm. And that land will be able and has been earmarked for entertainment um, and, you know, uh, restaurants, attractions. So it will be everything that we're going to build there will enhance the Convention Center itself. Um, that will also include not only entertainment and restaurants, but also office space and living space, because we know that our convention customers, our visitors, want to interact with Dallas. and so. I think the reverse would be true as well, so we're going to actually create a brand new neighborhood there wow. that will is not what we have right now, so the highway I told you about is is Interstate thirty and it goes right behind the convention center. we're going to literally cap that so that it becomes a natural bridge to the southern part of dallas mm-hmm. and that part has already been um, redeveloped and it will continue the development as soon as that cap takes place so you're only not only going to see a brand new convention center or an expanded convention center. You're going to see a brand new revitalized neighborhood at that area. So um, that that is actually as exciting to me as the convention center, because we're going to create the next neighborhood in Dallas.
0: Wow. Yeah. I have to give you credit uh, for a very uh, one of the biggest cities in the U.S. You really uh, get things done. It's pretty impressive.
1: I'll tell you, you know, and I know we're going to talk a little bit about that. You know, I've been in Dallas for two and a half years, and it blows me away that this is a can-do city. Um, they told me that during two thousand and eight, when the rest of the country was shutting down and not doing any construction projects, Dallas developers decided to double down, mm-hmm. and so during the two thousand and eight recession, uh, they they built and built and built here. So they're really they're they're. They're not risk adverse here. They they um they really do bring it and they are going to um they're they're going to invest in this and they've already started to to talk about what, what that's going to look like. So I'm very encouraged by what I'm seeing up to this point in time.
0: Yeah, I've always been very impressed because I remember even visiting Dallas back even before then and just seeing all these giant grand plans and it's amazing that uh, they really stuck with the mission and, and got it done.
1: If i'm being really honest tyler the 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 city of dallas has been on meeting planners minds and um and and outlook for the longest time but because our convention center and i'm not going to get into it because the convention center is going away but it is an older convention center has been built in five different phases the oldest part of it was built in 1957 and the newest part was built in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So over that course of 60 something years, almost 70, you have five different systems, you have five different engineering plants. There's there's a lot of things that are behind the scenes that our customers don't see. Mm-hmm. So the opportunity to really take this and restart, and think of this all over again, now we're gonna finally be able to give these customers that have wanted to use Dallas a reason to use Dallas, because they've said to us clearly, you you know, we, we love the city. You just don't have the building that we need, especially the breakout space. So we're going to have the opportunity to really feed those needs and ask customers what they want and, and serve that up to them.
0: Well, great. And uh, you mentioned just a a little while ago that uh, you came to visit Dallas in January, uh, uh, 2020, which (laughs) it always amazes me that the people I talk to who like, get a major new position. And then the pandemic hits. Uh, what was that like? Uh, what sort of lessons did you learn? And then tell us just about your experience as someone new to Dallas and what you're enjoying about the city.
1: So the, the joke I make, and it's really true, is I, I grew up in Canada. Canada is the land of nice. And when I came down to Dallas, I thought nobody could be nicer than Canadians. And they blew me away. This this is a city of people that want to see newcomers succeed. Mm-hmm. So, when I first got to town and this was this was pre-pandemic, I was busy trying to to, you know, get my arms around the job, get my arms around the city. I didn't know a soul here. So, um, I had a big task ahead of me, and as I started to meet people, they said, "You know what? You should be meeting ABC, CDE, you now this person, that person." And I would finished lunch with them or coffee, I get back to my office, I look at my emails, and that person would have already sent the email to the person or the persons that they said that I should meet. They'd say, hey, Bill, meet Craig. I'm going to leave the two of you. So they allow you into their network, which is very, very gracious of them. And I built my network here in Dallas within a few months. Uh-huh. Uh, this is typical of a big city. It's a very small town. So once you know the players, you really know the players here. Now, I, I don't want to say that I I know everybody because I don't, but I, um, the, the people that I have met uh, have been incredibly helpful and have become lifelong friends already. So my experience here, even notwithstanding with COVID has been um, the, the best I could imagine. You know, if I was going to be in a pandemic, I'm happy to have been in a pandemic in Dallas.
0: <laughs> that's, that's a great, that's an optimistic way to look at it. Uh, okay. Um, and then tell what do you do for fun there as someone who is relatively new to the city, and what uh you know what, put your like tourist hat on. Um, okay, all right. So, um, you know,
1: I'm here to sell Dallas, but this is really a metroplex. We call it the metroplex, and so there are um, a number of cities that are around Dallas proper, and each one of them has their own. Uh, their own unique selling feature. so I love actually you know in Dallas itself, one of the things that people might be surprised about is that we have the largest arts district yeah. in the in the country, so everything that you want is right here within steps so that 's my favorite thing to do um, also the the green space here the the um, the different parks are are abundant here they Decided. I told you about that—the the one highway that um, that we're going to put the the um, cap on to build the convention center. Well, years prior, they they capped they another highway, and they built what's called Clyde Warren Park, and it is an oasis in in the middle of downtown Dallas, and it has everything for for that children to want, families, dining and entertainment. It is a park with water fountains and um, and a whole bunch of different things that would attract everybody from people on dates to kids and and families. That is another incredible part. And then, so I'm also a golfer and you can golf 12 months a year here, which is a big deal. I mean, I I spent the bulk of my career in Pittsburgh and I got to golf about seven or eight months a a year there. It's 12 months a year. And then I also um, got my private pilot's license about three or four years ago, I think four years ago. And so I'm flying a lot here because the weather is easy to fly in. So I'm, I'm as happy as it could possibly be
0: excellent well great well thanks for joining us today i really appreciate you making time
1: and i appreciate the um the invitation tyler
0: great and uh good luck with the project um and uh i'm sure as there you host a lot of industry events there i'll probably uh, be in dallas here uh before i know it
1: so good. Well, well we'll certainly want to check back and let you know what our progress
0: is excellent thank you and that thank was you, That was uh, Craig Davis, uh, President and CEO of Visit Dallas. Uh, I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director for Meetings Today. Thank you for joining us for our podcast today. If you're interested in discovering more of our podcasts, just head on over to meetingstoday.com. Check out our podcast section for um, a variety of podcasts with uh, various industry thought leaders. So thanks for joining us today and whatever you're up to for the rest of it. Uh, Go out and make it great. Thank you.